All right, let's make this happen in four, three, two. Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose live back on the line with my boy on the other side of the state. Mr. Fermi, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Happy New Year, and welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Happy to be back. Obviously, happy holidays to you as well. It was it was a good uh, good couple days, so we're back at it. Wrap up these bowls and uh, hopefully get a couple more right than we got got right the first half of this bowl season. A little ugly bowl season here. Even the confidence picks are, are down right now for me. One of the issues that you and I were talking about before we got on is this opt-outs and the, the transfer portal. Um, it's very hard to predict this right now. I mean, guys are caught, like they're warming up and then they're not playing in the game. So is there anything that you've been doing? Are you doing a little bit more live betting like we talked about? Uh, I still have that over for uh, Tulane and USC that I'm holding on to. I have Utah, which I got on the, the right side of that. So I'm happy about right now. Uh, you know, I've got this over. I'm watching this Georgia Southern Buffalo game. I mean, this—it's just like they can't finish drives. It, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong for me. I know. So I—I I have been trying to live bet when I've been watching the games. I mean, I've—I've I've, I've caught as many as I could, of course, but it's been tough with some of the holidays and stuff going on. So um, I do try to live bet if I'm tuned in. But you're 100 percent right with this. You know, the injuries. With guys being questionable, it's always it's always hard during the season. Getting you know injury designations and if they're going to be playing or not. The the opt outs and transfer portals just make it ten times harder. Um, guys just bow out at the last minute. Uh, there are guys questionable that are key players that you really don't know if they're playing until they go through like pregame warmups, like like normal. So it's it's been tough, um, but. You know, the lines reflect that. I mean, everybody's sort of dealt the same hand here, unless you have insider info. But even then, I don't I don't know that you really have that much of an advantage. Well, this is going to come out about eh, 3.30, 3.45-ish on Tuesday. So we'll go over the two night games, and then we'll go over the rest of the uh, slates. Two today, Coastal Carolina getting 7.5, over under 65.5. Wisconsin is playing Oklahoma State. Wisconsin minus three and a half, over under 44 and a half. I don't think I said their name, but uh, Coastal Carolina is playing East Carolina. Fermi, I had an over parlayed with this over with Georgia Southern and Buffalo. I had it at 59 and a half, a six-point swing in advance. Doesn't look like it's going to hold anything for the Birmingham Bowl or the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. I like East Carolina. Um, I know we were we we're on a text chain where him and, and uh, the big cat are are sort of leaning towards the other side of that, just because I think they're they're think they're thinking East Carolina's laying a bit too many points. But I do like East Carolina in this game. I think McCall is going to play, um, but even so, for Coastal, I, I think East Carolina is a better offense. I think they've really meshed well the second half of the year. I'm hoping that continues. So I think they can cover. Um, Wisconsin-Oklahoma State, I'm not going to touch with a 10-foot pole. There are so many guys, key contributors out on both sides. Uh, coaching changes on the Wisconsin side. Fickle is going to be involved, from what I'm hearing, but not calling plays or anything like that. He may have some insight or or have some 
um, leads or even authority to make some of the personnel decisions. But uh, as far as play calling goes, obviously not going to do anything. I'm, I'm staying far, far away from that Oklahoma State-Wisconsin game. Duke and UCF in the military bowl. Duke minus three and a half, over under 62 and a half down there in Annapolis. Kansas getting two and a half against Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl, over under 68 and a half. North Carolina getting 14 and a half against Oregon in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Uh, that is such a high total, 74.5 for Oregon and North Carolina. Texas Tech, plus 3.5, over under 71.5 against Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. Fermi, tomorrow's games are beautiful. I'm so irritated that that Texas Tech game is at 9 o'clock at night. I'll be honest with you, I like Texas Tech plus 3.5, and, and I also like the over in this game. I don't trust Tech's defense. I know that Ole Miss's offense hasn't been the best, but – I think they'll be able to find ways to expose this this game. I like Texas straight up, Texas Tech straight up as well too, because Joey McGuire is trying to win the state, and this is a big game for him and for the program. That over that total for North Carolina Oregon is as juicy as it is, and as as fun as it would be, I don't trust it. Uh, I also like this Kansas State Arkansas over for me, even though it's at sixty eight and a half. I think. I originally got it in my parlay at like 68, so it's a half point up. But that one again tomorrow, uh, I like in that 530 slot. Anything on those four games for me? Yeah, so the two I like the most out of those four are Duke and Kansas. Um, and a lot of that is because of personnel on the other sides that are, are deemed out. Um, I really like Duke. They're going to have most of their team. A um, couple guys to the transfer portal, but for the most part, they're going to be fully, fully equipped. The on the UCF side, I think John Reese Plumley is going to be out. Um, it is something to monitor, but if he is out, um, I really do like Duke in that one. And on the Arkansas Kansas game, KJ Jefferson is playing, but a ton of key personnel are out on the Arkansas side. Um, so I, I think Kansas is just – the guys that are sitting for Kansas are mostly reserves. I don't think that's going to impact the game too much. So I sort of like Kansas and Duke in, those, in that quad game. So. Thursday, December 29th, Minnesota and Syracuse in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Minnesota is minus 9.5, over under 41.5. Oklahoma, Florida, Florida, Florida State – in the Cheez-It Bowl, Florida State minus nine and a half over under 65 and a half. Texas, Washington in the Valero Alamo Bowl, Washington plus three and a half over under 66 and a half. Fermi, a little cliche of me, but the only one I like is that over for Washington, Texas. No B. John Robinson. I think there's going to be a lot of passing on Texas' side of the ball. Uh, this is a dome game, I believe. I believe the it's in the Alamo Dome. Is what yep. it is. So, uh, dome game, yep. Washington with Penix. I, I hadn't heard that he's out. So no, he's playing. He's playing. He's playing. Yeah. So uh, could be like a little mini pro day for him if he declares for the draft. If he didn't do that yet. So uh, the only one of the three that I like for me take take the over on that for me. Yep, I, I like the over in that game as well. I also like Washington on the side on you know to to win on on the with the points. Um, or to, yeah, with the points, technically. And then the other game 
that I think I, I like Minnesota. I have them at, them at a pretty high confidence level um, against Syracuse. Tucker is out. And I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I know that over/under is only at forty-one and a half, but I think the under hits there. Uh, I think there's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of handoffs, and I think both defenses are stout enough to at least slow down both both sides. So I think this could be a, a really a Big Ten kind of kind of game, a low-scoring game. On Friday, December thirtieth, Maryland and NC State in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Maryland minus one and a half, over/under forty-six and a half in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl pit, plus five and a half against UCLA over under 53 and a half. Notre Dame and South Carolina in the Gator Bowl, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish minus two and a half over under 51 and a half. Uh, Ohio minus one and a half, I'm sorry, minus two and a half, excuse me, minus two and a half against Wyoming over under 42 and a half in the Arizona Bowl. And then you also have one more at night, Tennessee, Clemson, Orange Bowl, Tennessee plus five and a half, uh, over under is 63 and a half. Fermi kind of feels like Clemson here. Don't don't necessarily want to root for them, but just seems like they're the right side. Uh, Wyoming is down apparently all their running backs. So uh, I'm not sure who's starting a quarterback for Ohio, but. Wouldn't be a bad look for old Maction Boys to step in there. And then uh, this Pitt-UCLA game, I believe DTR's in, and so is, I can't pronounce his last name for the running back. What is it? Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Yeah. So I don't know if he's in, but I believe DTR may be in, but still they're Pitt. Both in. I'm pretty sure they're both in. And, but yeah. Pitt is decimated. I mean, they're literally bringing people in via car across nine-hour drives to get to El Paso, Texas. So uh, UCLA may be the play here. Uh, but do you have any thoughts on those five games? Yeah, I love UCLA. That's the highest confidence level I have remaining. I'm going with UCLA. Uh, Pitt's starting their third-string QB. Um, <clears throat> they're gonna, they're just going to pound the ground. So it's, it's going to come down to how well they run the ball against, against that UCLA front. But I do think UCLA has too much – too much power on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so I, I still really like UCLA in that one. I also do like Clemson. I think Clemson wins this game against Tennessee. Uh, Hooker's obviously out for the year. They're losing a lot of other talent to the draft. Um, so I, I, I really like Clemson. I have them at a pretty high confidence level too. Iowa, Kentucky in the Music City Bowl, Iowa minus two and a half over under. 31 and a half. Alabama, Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. Alabama minus six and a half over under 55 and a half. TCU getting seven and a half over under 58 and a half against Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl. Ohio State getting six and a half against Georgia over under 62 and a half in the Chick fil A Peach Bowl. Fermi, am I being a little bit of a homer here taking pretty much? what I think are really three overs that could hit in the sugar, the Fiesta, and then the Peach Bowl. I, I think that if, if I were to pick one that's at the top of my list, I think it would be Alabama. I don't think they have a player missing in this game. Uh, it just seems like they – like some people might say, are they even motivated to be there? I, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like they want to get embarrassed. 
You know, it doesn't seem like they want to get blown out. And and TCU's had time to heal. Michigan is just so good on the ground. Like, just because they run the ball a lot does not mean that they cannot put up points. You saw what they did to Ohio State late in the season. And, again, that was in the second half, but still. Um, and they did it to Purdue as well. And then don't sleep on Ohio State in that game against Georgia. They had to be just livid about playing them. Ohio State getting all their guys back. I mean, Fermi, this this could turn into a track meet. Yeah, I, I do agree. All three could go over. Um, I like that Bama Kansas State over. I do think that one has that's probably my favorite one to go over. Uh, I'm a little scared of the over with the Georgia Ohio State game, just given Georgia's defense. Um, and Ohio State's Ohio State's defense is not that bad. Um, we've seen Georgia's offense sputter at times, so that one wouldn't surprise me if the under hits. But um, Tra- Travion Henderson, Jackson Smith, and Nigba—they're both out um, for Ohio State, which is a blow to their offense. But um, we'll oh, see. Oh, I happens. thought they were yeah. back. Say that again. I thought they were back. They—they uh, they could be. If I thought Henderson was. Uh, season-ending surgery but and then i thought i thought smith enigma enigma was going uh for the nfl i but who knows like I, like we said this stuff changes pretty frequently well, see, I, I was confused because some guys are declaring for the nfl or going that declaring that they're going to the transfer portal but then they're still playing in the bowl game that's true that's true some guys are yeah well there you go there's a lot of misinformation okay and so then, uh, let me touch on the michigan michigan tcu game I do think Michigan wins this game, um, but this, you know, just in terms of our bull pick them and confidence levels, these are the kind of games late where if if I need to make a move, I certainly will flip that pick to TCU um, to just try to get back into the swing of things. I think I'm hanging in the middle of the pack right now. So some of these upsets, I'm going to have to get a little aggressive to try to make a move late. On January 2nd, because NFL is on New Year's Day this year, Mississippi State plus one and a half against Illinois over under 45 and a half. I did see Illinois' top back is out. And yeah. with the motivation factor with Mississippi State, I'm definitely leaning towards Mississippi State. Tulane and USC, that totals back at 62 and a half over under. Uh, and then USC is minus one and a half. Wow. Never would have thought I would have saw that. Uh, LSU is minus 14 and a half against Purdue. In the Citrus Bowl, over-under is 55-and-a-half. Penn State is getting two-and-a-half against Utah in the Rose Bowl, over-under 52-and-a-half. Fermi, uh, I'm on Utah. I got them at a pick, but I would still take them here. And I also like, still like the over in that Tulane-USC game. Uh, I believe that Caleb Williams is playing. And I also like Mississippi State's. Plus one and a half points. Uh, take the points. Don't take a money line. Yeah, I like Mississippi State as well. I like USC, but I, I really want to monitor that Caleb Williams, you know, if he's going to be active or not. Originally, I was hearing that he was out, but now there's there's talks of him being in. I think if he is in, that line jumps pretty significantly. Um, but I do think Tulane's going to be amped up for that. This is going to be – they're on the big stage playing against USC – with the Heisman winner, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. I, I I'd love for them to pull off an upset, and I also have Utah uh, to knock off Penn State. I will say Utah is missing two of their key offensive players with Thomas and Kincaid, but um, they're a pretty deep team. 
Um, so I, I do think Utah prevails. Fermi, that's it for our, our 2022-2023 college football season. I know, man. It's It was a long road. We're still not done, of course, with, with you know, we have another week or two of bowls here. But uh, it's going to be – who do you think is going to win the national championship? We really didn't even talk about that. I think it's going to be the winner of the Michigan-TCU game. Wow. See, I, I was actually leaning towards the winner of the other game, but I'm, I'm sort of assuming Georgia wins that game. So I, I, I think Georgia is sort of the class right now, but um, Michigan has been a powerhouse as well. We'll see. I, I, you know, I'm sort of rooting for the underdog story. I'd love, love to see TCU find a way. A little we'll corny here, but the, the hungry dog fights best. And uh, yeah. <laughs> another one, another one is uh, it's easy to win. It's defending it. Now that's the challenge. Right. And so uh, I, I don't know. It just seems like, you know, just when you put things together, uh, if TCU wins this game against Michigan, they're just going to be rolling. Like it's kind of magic. Right. And uh, then it would really depend on matchup, but I think they would certainly match up better against Ohio state than they may against Georgia. But I think Michigan across the board is, is pretty complete for me. And I don't see them. They don't make a lot of mistakes. So you're right. You're right. And they can, they travel well, they can run the ball between the tackles. They've shown that they can dominate the offensive line. I mean, they're, they're a talented squad and very, very deep. So We'll have um, to. We'll hey, have man, to, I, I'm just looking forward to tune in and, and wrapping this up and see what happens. We'll have to try to do some maybe Sunday. You know, there's a lot of good college basketball on Sundays. Maybe because Saturdays are a little bit rough for me during this tar- part of the season. But maybe we could do a little Sunday morning, like, hey, what do you take in college basketball? Because there's always some good games on on Sundays for CBB. Yep, yep. Especially as we get into conference play, they have they always have some pretty good games on. So, right. Any other final thoughts here for me as we hit the 18th minute of our part two bowl season? No, just I wanted to thank you for for running the show again this year. It was a lot of fun. Uh, let's finish out bowl season with a, a string of W's and uh, keep it rolling. I have so thoroughly enjoyed this entire season. Uh, this has been an absolute and total blast. Our records don't dictate our happiness. We love this. We enjoy it. We will continue to do this all the way through college basketball into March Madness. We'll do this all the way through uh, the the horse racing season that comes up. And then before you know it, we'll be looking at summer camp and spring ball. And it'll be really, really exciting to get back into another college football season. So for every contributor on our Anonymous Gamblers Network, we thank you all for joining us from Maction to Coffee and Quick Picks to your regular Thursday or Wednesday. Call in with Mr. Fermi and I to all our live listeners. Thank you guys very much for joining us here on the Anonymous Gamblers podcast where it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great new year, everyone. Talk to you soon.